Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trey for Leave It On The Table Podcast, your favorite host. Now, listen, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now, listen, when you host it on Anchor, you could distribute your podcast on all listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And the best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Leave it on the table podcast with your favorite host, Trey, and your favorite co-host, Crystal. You feel me? Every Sunday. Make sure y'all tune in and listen. Let's get it. At the end of the day, I still thank God for everything that you know he's put in front of me. Relationship is good, I got money, but there's still other issues to talk about other than heartbreak. You got anxiety, you got substance abuse, you got, you know, there's a lot of issues in the world to talk about. I don't know, music is just a beautiful thing. Like, like I love myself so much as far as the way I make music, the way God made me, the way God wired me to do the things that I do, and to change the world the way that I can. I think you're aging the change. I think you're touching the way this generation that very few, if no one else can. Before I get up out of here, I want to tell you that you can do anything you put your mind to, period. As long as you work hard, give it your all, and don't listen to what anybody got to say. It's your world. You can do what you want. Oh, bro. Period. Always remember that. I love every single last one of y'all. Everybody get home safe. Gang, gang. Yes, sir, man. That was the legendary Juice World anxiety intro. Um, if you are if you don't know who I am, you feel me? It's your boy Trey from um Leave It on the Table Podcast, the host of Leave It on the Table Podcast. Um, this is the first bonus segment of the year. Um, the first bonus segment topic um, you know, that that I'm talking about today. I'm really excited about doing it. Uh Chris, of course, is not here. Um, you feel me? Uh, she got some money moves and shit like that, so um, she's not here. But uh, I told her I'm gonna be doing this today. Um, and of course, you know what I'm saying we're gonna be talking about anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just basically facing our fears, and uh, basically I'm gonna talk about my experience with anxiety. You know how I still deal with it today. How you know it got a lot better, so much better type shit. Um, and if you're listening to this, you know what I'm saying? If you have anxiety or you've been dealing with anxiety for years, um, if, and if you feel like your life is not going to change, you know what I'm saying? Either you are a man, a female, you know what I mean? A young teenager, just letting y'all know, bro, everything is going to be all right. You feel me? Um, you have people out here that care about you. You got people out here that love you. So, you know what I mean? You just got to keep on pushing. But um, I definitely experience anxiety. One thing we got to understand, too, bro, it's like anxiety, bro. Every Everybody has anxiety, bro. Everybody. I know when I was dealing with my anxiety, I was looking at everybody like they was perfect. You know what I'm saying? I would get, like, panic attacks. I would get, you know, nervous for no reason and just looking around and everybody's living their life. You know what I'm saying? And I used to get these attacks, panic attacks, or, you know, feeling anxious in weird places like the supermarket, the fucking, uh, the park, um, 
you know, sometimes I get it at work, you know, uh, and it's weird. You feel me? Like anxiety. I I really don't even like the word anxiety. I really call it uh, a moment. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody having in life is a moment. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has a moment in their life. You feel me? So I'm just going to really talk to y'all about how I first, first, first experienced anxiety. You feel me? So it was 2019, right? September 27th, 2019. I, I didn't, that's, that's not when I got it, but September 27th, my bad, y'all. Damn. September 27th is, um, the, the, uh, the year of 2019. That's when my sister passed away. Right. So mind you, before that even happened, I'm just going to tell y'all about my day. You feel me? So 2019, September 27th, I was at work, right? And I was working for the hospital at this time. Uh, you know, food and nutrition. I was the one, I was the person that delivered the food to the patients, making sure their diet is good, you know, things of that nature, right? So just like any other regular day, it was a cool day, calm, you know what I'm saying? Everything was fine, right? And I went on lunch. So my mom called me and she told me that my cousin's dad, they, um, he passed away and how they was going through it and, uh, you know, shit like that. So I'm like, damn, like, you know, it's something about losing a parent, you know what I'm saying? Especially losing your dad. You feel me? I never experienced losing a parent, but the friends that I have or the family members, you know, that I have, and they, they always talk about losing a parent they really go through it, you know what I'm saying? Just because, number one, that's your parent, that's your mom, either your dad, you know, that that is your first teacher, you feel me? So, you, of course, you will get, you know, a little sentimental. You feel like the world is ending because, you know, your dad or your, your mom died. So, my cousin's day, dad passed away that morning. Well, we didn't expect that that shit would be a boomerang effect and hit us when my sister passed away. So, you know, throughout the day, I told my I told my mom like yo, give you know give them my love, you know what I'm saying I saw a lot of shit on Facebook and you know I I instantly had to get off Facebook, you know what I'm saying because Facebook is one of them sites that you'll keep on scrolling and scrolling and then you are definitely just you know getting your feelings or you know what I'm saying so it wasn't really a good time for me to be on any type of social media so I went back to work, um, and I finished my day out, calm day. Because usually I was going to work at 6 o'clock in the morning and getting off around like 2.30, 3 o'clock. So um, I was having a conversation with some of my coworkers because in the hospital, I work with a lot of females. So I was telling them, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm considering coloring, coloring my hair. Like, I want to dye my hair. Mind you, I never dyed my hair. The only color I dyed my hair was probably like jet black <laughs> just because I was like kind of scared and nervous. Look, there go anxiety right there. You know what I mean? I was nervous about it for some reason. I don't know why. So um, I was telling them, I'm like, yo, I want to dye my hair. I never dyed my hair before. I want to dye it like around like a like a brown, like a dark brown, you know, and they were saying, like, go for it. I mean, you will look good with, you know, the dark brown hair. You feel me? At the time, I had like a little twist. Um, so I'm like, you know, you know what? I'm going I'm to stop being scared. I'm going to dye my hair brown get a haircut, and then, you feel me, I'm just going to go for it, right? So I was leaving work, and I I told them, I'm like, yo, when I come back on Monday, 
y'all going to see a whole new person, right? So we laughing and, you know, joking and shit like that. So um, I'm walking. I'm walking through the hallway, you know, um, on my way out the door so I can get a, um, get to my car and um, leave, right? So it's crazy how I was walking and suddenly I just got a mean headache. Like, and this headache was just, it came fast and it was just pounded, like, I never had this type of headache ever, bro. Like I had headaches before, but this headache was like, bro, I have to stop at Walmart and get me some pain medicine. Like this is crazy. Right. So I got some Excedrin. Usually I'm a fucking ibuprofen guy, you know, a leave, but you know, my girl, she, she put me onto Excedrin. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna get some Excedrin just because it's a little stronger than, you know, Advil. So, uh, I got the Excedrin. And I, I took two pills and I could feel my headache, you know, easing down. So two minutes after I took the Excedrin, I get a phone call from my dad. Uh, he calls me and he was like, hey, um, where are you? And it's crazy because I know my dad, of course. But when he called me, it wasn't like usually he would call me with like an uplifting voice like, yo, hey, Trishon, where you at? You know what I'm saying? Because my father got a real deep voice. And it's always really uplifting, like, you know what I'm saying? But when he called me, he said, hey, um, where you at? Just like that. So I kind of, I squinted my eyes a little bit as if he, you know, could see me. So I'm like, uh, you know, I'm on my way to the barbershop right now. Um, and the barbershop was, I used to go to this barbershop that was near um, my parents' house. So I was telling him, I'm like, yo, I'm on my way to the barbershop. I'm like. Three minutes from y'all, I'm right down in Walmart. Um, had to get a Cedra for my head. So he was like, um, okay, well, just to let you know, um, Tisha, which is my sister, her full name is La Tisha. Um, Tisha just, you know, she passed out, but, you know, she's going to the hospital, and, you know, they're going to take care of her, right? So I'm like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck? Mind you, though, my sister always had faint spells, she always fainted, you know, passed out, and, you know, it was just... Because usually my, my sister would, would get overwhelmed a lot. You know, and it's crazy how we talking about anxiety today, and she had a lot of anxiety. Like, she was a person that was, you know, every time something bad happens to her, she think, like, the world is on her shoulders, which is kind of like me. I feel like if if I keep on... You know, it it's it just and I it maybe it feel like y'all like that to y'all too. Like, you could be doing a lot of good shit, everything could be going good, and then after a while, you just you know just shit start happening. Like life just come at you. You know, it just feel like a lot of pressure. And my sister, um, she she really didn't take overwhelming pressure. You know, a lot of shit. That that's like really like, how can I say it? like she 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 really didn't take like the negative shit in a good way. Like she didn't know how to really deal with negative shit in the best way. You know she she kept it tucked and she did the best that she can. But one thing about my sister, she was a positive person. I'm telling you, like she was like the light in the room. Like if you if we all at a party and and she, she could spot you from a mile away not having a good time, she's the person that would really go over there to you 
in, talk to you, turn up with you. You know, like she was that person. You know what I mean? She was the person in school. If no one talked to you, she would be the person to talk to you. She would, you know, she would be your friend. You know what I'm saying? So she was that type of person. So it, it really took a toll on my whole family when she passed away. But um, it's crazy, too. Like I said, she had a lot of faint spells. And it's, it's weird, too, because um, me and my girl, we was watching John Q. Um, and that's a movie with Denzel Washington. Um, basically, if you, first of all, if y'all didn't see John Q, y'all definitely need to see that movie. <laughs> Great movie. Um, I mean, we was watching John Q, and um, it was a situation with his son, of course, in a movie. Um, they was at a baseball game. His son is um, was playing baseball, and he passed out because he had a heart condition. Same thing with my sister. My sister had a heart condition that we didn't know about, which I'm going to, you know, later on explain. Um, but in the movie, you know, Denzel Washington had a, a a part in the movie. And he said, I just don't understand how one one moment, you know, I'm at a baseball game watching my son. Me and my wife is watching my son play. And my son just, you know, his heart just go out. And when he, ever since he was a baby, we would check him. We would come do checkups, and everything was fine. Everything was normal, and, you know, everything is just not making sense. But in a movie, it was a nurse, and he basically said, you know, the medic, the Medicare or the, you know, the, medic, the Medicaid that you have is basically like a default Medicaid, like a Medicare or Medicaid, you know. When you go to the doctor, of course, you know, pe- people are not rich, bro. We're not going to get the highest tier Medicare so basically what the nurse was saying like yeah you know of course you know yes you thought your son was healthy but basically if you don't have that high tier Medicare then you won't see everything they won't test your son for basically they won't test your son for every single thing they're just going to test them for the basics but they're not going to test them for every single thing right so basically that's how I thought. That's what I thought when it came to my sister, right? We didn't have the highest Medicaid or the Medicare and shit like that, but it's like, damn, you just, you need, it just, it just shows you that, like, how the world that we live in is kind of fucked up. But back to the story, right? I'm not trying to go off topic. So, of course, my dad told me that, you know, she passed out, she fainted and shit like that. So, I'm thinking that it's going to be like a, you know, a regular episode, of course, just because we're not new to this. Well, I was at the barbershop, and I, I finally got there, and I texted her. You know, I said, hey, you know, I hope you are right. You have to relax, because I know how shit can go. Just because I knew, you know, what situation she was going through prior. You know, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to say it on a pod of, of you know, what she was, you know, doing or what she was going through. Um, of course it wasn't no drugs or anything like that. My sister was never, you know, she didn't abuse drugs. She didn't use drugs at all. She, the only thing she did was <laughs> fucking drink, but she wasn't even an alcoholic. She was a social drinker, never did drugs ever. But, you know, she got into a little situation, you know, that was overwhelming, of course. And, you know, you know, that I think as a result, you know, it, it, it made her pass out. Uh, so I got up out the chair in the barbershop just because I felt it something. And when I went to my parents' house, of course, we found out that, you know, she was gone. And after the funeral and after the burial of my sister, that year of 2019, 
I was terrible. I couldn't eat. I, yeah, I, I had a hard time sleeping. I had a hard time going to the store, hard time just being myself, you know, and it was to a point that I felt like I was dying, but it was really, you know, anxiety. I was having a whole moment and I really didn't become myself again after I, I really want to say give or take maybe like eight months, maybe I'm talking about, I was scared to go and scared to go inside my car <laughs> to drive to the supermarket. And when I actually went to the supermarket, my palms were sweaty, heart beating fast. I, I really felt like I was having a heart attack, right? And I was going through all this, you know, all this stuff because I felt like the world was on me at the time. My sister passed away. And as a result of that, I stopped working. Mind you, I was working at a hospital. When I went back to work, of course, because it gave me bereavement, bereavement days, when I went back to work, I had to call my girlfriend and say, yo, bro, you have to pick me up. I feel like I'm going to fucking pass out here. And of course, when you hear the word pass out, or if I hear the word pass out, I feel like, bro, if I pass out, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to wake up no more. But I, I think in around 2019, before my sister died, I was like 175 pounds, I believe. I ended up weighing a, pro, a probably like 120, 115. I have pictures that could actually prove it. I wasn't eating. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to go nowhere. I was having panic attacks. I wasn't, my face was looking nasty. I mean, I looked like I was sick. Didn't groom myself. It, it was just bad. So, and I know a lot of people tell me like, you know, how did you, you know, deal with that? How did you, um, how did you deal with that anxiety? Honestly, I just had to, you know, I, I really call it walking through the fire. You feel me? I didn't know what was going on with me. I, I spent every other day at the hospital going to doctors. Uh, and I was telling them like, yo, I feel like I'm not myself. I'm having body issues. My body's aching. My heart is beating fast. I I done got a, a heart checked out. My My heart checked out. I done got my blood pressures checked every other fucking week. It was terrible for me. You know what I'm saying? So how I really dealt with that anxiety, and that happened to me because of trauma. That happened to me because of, you know, me losing my sister. Now, of course, whoever's, whoever's going through anxiety right now, I know for a fact that sometimes your anxiety can be, hey, it's Wednesday, and I'm just feeling anxious. You know, how can I stop that? I really think like the biggest thing that you have to do or the biggest thing that I actually done for my anxiety was deal with it. And I know it's more easier said than done, but I had this mindset to myself like, you know what? I'm having anxiety because my sister is not here no more. But in my head, I'm saying to myself like, how can I live? How can I live without her? I can't do this. The world is on me. I mean, I'm not eating. I'm not, you know, I'm scared to go outside. It was to a point I was really scared to go outside. I didn't have no outside life whatsoever. But, you know, I said to myself, you know what? I have to face my fears, right? And I know it's easier said than, than done. 
of course, if you have anxiety, you guys already know about the fight or fright, you know, is either you're going to fight it or you're going to run away from it. You know, I feel like running away from your anxiety is not the, is not, is not the way to go. Because every time I feel like I was running away from my anxiety, it would, it would be times that I would go in my car, right? And my heart would beat so fast, so fast, so fast. And I'm just driving away. Like, I got to get out of here. Like, if I'm going to the supermarket or going to my parents' house and my heart is beating fast, I would literally do a U-turn and go back home and then feel calm again. And I know it's easier said than done, but this is why I really fuck with J. Cole, just because he has similar things. Like, he has anxiety, too. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, y'all, everybody have it. So I think when my thing is, don't run from it. I feel like if you're anxious or your anxiety is kicking in, I think that you should do two things. It's multiple things you could do, but I think you should, number one, fight it. And when I say fight it, it's like if you have this anxiety, like if you're scared to go outside or if you're having a moment like, damn, like I'm just anxious right now, but I have to go to the store, go to the store. That's what that's 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 really what I did, bro. I was looking at my anxiety like, you know what, bro? You are not going to determine my life. Before my sister died, I was good, you know? But I had to really realize like, you know what, bro? She's gone and you're going to miss her. But you know what? You have to kick this anxiety ass. You're you can't sit up here and not go outside. You can't sit up here and not drive. You can't sit up here and not go to work. You have to do something, right? So I would say, y'all, y'all have to really fight it. And also, you have to trick your mind, too. When I was having my anxiety and having my moments, I was saying to myself, you know what? Maybe this anxiety, maybe is, you know what? Instead of saying, damn, my anxiety is coming Oh, I'm feeling anxious. Damn, I got to go into like fright mode. I'm scared. What's going on? No, I tricked my shit. When I was having my anxiety, I was basically saying like, you know what? Okay, I'm feeling anxious. Cool, whatever. But it just drove me. It was something that I, I, I basically said to myself like, you know what? If I'm anxious right now, cool. All right, cool. All right, I'm anxious. Bet. All right. It's not going to kill me, though. Like, I I had that mindset. Like, I don't care what my body is telling me right now. I don't care if my anxiety is kicking in. I'm going to the mall and I'm getting them pants. I'm going to the supermarket and I'm going to get this fucking chicken that I said I'm going to cook. And once you stand tall and really fight that anxiety, you will feel like you're overcoming it. But if you run away from it, you're never going to face it. So I feel like you have to walk through the fire. You feel me? Like, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know, you're going to go through a lot. You're going to experience a lot. You feel me? But you have to walk through that fire. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like as black people, especially, and, and black men, we don't really talk about anxiety. We don't talk about how we are anxious and shit like that just because, oh, you know, that's not manly. But I'm here to tell y'all, bro, like, I'm 24 years old, a black man, and I still have anxiety. 
we all had anxiety before in our life. You could go back to when you was a, a kid in school and you had a big test. And a teacher would tell you, like, hey, okay, y'all, this is a big test tomorrow. This is a citywide test. You have to pass this. If you don't pass this test, you might have to go to summer school and do it again. If you fail it again, you're going to get left back. That right there was anxiety. When I had a citywide, if, when I had citywide tests when I was in school, I used to be hella nervous, hand sweating, heart beating fast. Felt like, like, damn, I, I can't do it, right? But when you younger, you don't know that's anxiety. You just think like, oh, damn, I'm just scared because of this test. But, of course, when you get older and you're just anxious out of nowhere, then, of course, you don't know how to deal with it. Like, damn, why am I laying down and it's like I'm just feeling anxious? Trust me, bro, I still go through this shit today. It been times I'm laying down and I'm just anxious out of nowhere. But you know what I do? I, I just do some... You know, I breathe or I would laugh or I, w- I would like put on something funny. I would put on my favorite song. My, I would put on my favorite movie. I would trick it. I would tell my, my myself like, oh, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. Maybe my body just want me to do something. Maybe my body is telling me like, yo, it's time for you to podcast today or it's time for you to listen to some music. It's time for you to relax. I really tricked my mind. I felt like when you're anxious or when you have anxiety, I feel like it's like an alarm on your phone. Just like on the, just like a phone alarm would tell you, like, yo, bro, it's time to wake up. You got to go to work. I think we should really do that with our anxiety. If we're feeling anxious, okay, cool. I'm feeling anxious right now. It's time for me to do something. It's time for me to do, oh, you know what? Let me, you know what? Let me, let me call my mom. Let me call my girl real quick. Let me text a friend. Let me do some music. Let me podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let me... Let me let me put on a, uh, uh, this music video. Let me dance. Let me do something. Because maybe my body is telling me something that, hey, it's time for me to do something. Do something that's positive. When, you're, when your anxiety is kicking in, the first thing you could do that makes you relax and calm down, do it. And even if you're at work, try something that, you know, try to do, especially it, it just depends where you work at. If, you, if you're at work and you're feeling anxious, and you work in customer service, talk to one of your coworkers. Like, hey, like, hey, um, Emily, what, what did you do last night? What you ate last night? Oh, that's cool. Did you see the new Batman movie? Like, you know, do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're at the park with your kids and you're sitting down and I don't know where you're feeling anxious, go play with your kid. Hey, you want to play catch? Hey, let's go on the swings. I feel like anxiety in our moments that we have, it's like, it's like an alarm. It's time for us to, you know, to switch something. It's time for us to do something different. Let's do something positive. And that's, I think that's how I, I, I really, you know, can really, like, switch my anxiety around or my moment around. I'm not going to lie. Before I, I recorded, I pressed record, I had anxiety before I did this shit. Because I said to myself, like, damn, if I, if I do this, would anybody really fuck with it? Would anybody really care? Would people laugh at me that I'm doing this? But, hey, if you're hearing this right now, I got over it. Sometimes we get anxiety and we get anxious because we care about other people's opinions. If you look, and especially, too, when I was going through my anxiety and going through my anxious uh, ways and, and, and my anxious fucking moments, I was looking around, I was looking at everybody like, damn, it was one time. 
I was at the fucking supermarket and I can't forget it. I was at the supermarket and I forgot what I was buying, but out of nowhere, I just felt anxious and I'm looking at everybody and I'm saying to myself, bro, everybody in this supermarket is looking very normal. I'm the only one that feels anxious. I feel like I'm going to pass out and everybody's going to look at me and everybody's going to say, oh my God, what's wrong with him? He's weird. But deep down, bro, everybody, every, every, I had to really come to a realization that everybody feels this way too. Everybody get nervous, bro. Everybody get scared. Everybody get nervous. Everybody get shy. Everybody like, everybody has the same exact moments that I have as well. It's a, it's like a hundred billion people in this world. But when you have anxiety, you think at that moment you're the only person in the world that has anxiety. I'm here to tell y'all, bro, you will be surprised how much people go through the same shit you're going through. Now, some people can hide it better better than others. Some people have, you know, that type of tough skin that they, they will be going through a moment having anxiety, but, you know, they could tuck it. And when they go home, then that's when they have the episode, right? But that's a bad thing to do because those people, they're they are running away. My goal for y'all or my goal is for myself every day is deal with your shit head on. If you have anxiety, if you're anxious, if you're feeling anxious, you have to deal with it. You have to look that shit in the eye. You ever heard the saying, look the devil in the eye? It's kind of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Or what don't kill you make you stronger? That is the perfect example. You have to walk through the fire. You have to really overcome it. You can't run away. Because if you're going to keep on running away, guess what? That anxiety, those fucking anxious, um, you know, that anxious moment is going to keep on following you every single time you run away. But if you deal with it, if you fight it, if you look it in the eye and say, you know what, I'm not scared of you. Today is the day I'm going to go outside. If you're listening to this right now, if you still have anxiety or if you're battling, battling with anxiety right now and you can't go outside, if you're scared to go, you know, scared to do certain things, just do it. Do it and do it with your chest, you know, with your chest out, with your head up and say, listen, I don't even care. And that's another thing too, y'all. Y'all have to have I don't care attitude. I it might sound crazy what I'm about to say, but I ain't gonna lie. One thing that really got me over my anxiety, I told myself, if I if this shit kill me, it kill me. If if I go to the supermarket right now, my heart beating fast, and out of nowhere my heart just stopped beating, oh well. Fuck it. It might sound crazy, but that shit calmed me down because at that moment I was free. I said to myself, I don't care what happens. It is what it is. If I go to the supermarket, I'm, I'm nervous right now. I'm, I'm scared to, to leave my shell. I'm scared to leave my protective place, which was my home. But guess what? I'm going to the supermarket and I don't care if this shit is, if this shit going to kill me, you know what? I need to go to the supermarket and give me some fucking fried chicken. I need to make some chicken tonight. But guess what? If I go to this fucking supermarket and my heart beating fast because I'm anxious, and if I die in the supermarket, oh well. 
it is what it is. But just know, I died facing my fears. You know, when I went to the supermarket, I calmed my ass down because I already put in my head, I don't care what happens to me. This was meant to be. If I would, if I die in this supermarket, it was meant for me to die in the supermarket. That's how y'all got to look at this anxiety shit. That's how you got to look at life. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Because I know how anxiety works. It feel like you're about to die. It feel like the world is on you. Guess what? If this shit going to kill me, fuck it. You got to have a fuck it mindset when it comes to anxiety. But honestly, too, the best way I could really say it, too, you guys need to talk to somebody, you know, talk to somebody, talk to a friend, talk to a family member, get therapy. I'm actually looking for a therapist right now, an online therapist, because, I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have the time to actually, you know, talk to somebody face to face, but I'm, I'm about to find an online therapist. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody tell you, damn, you got a therapist. What's wrong with you? It's nothing wrong with me. It's, it's, it's nothing. I just need somebody to talk to. Like, it, it is what it is. And don't don't make nobody feel like you crazy. You feel me? Always protect your peace. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to do shit. Sometimes it's easy to do shit alone. If you don't have a good support system um, behind you, do that shit alone. Find some therapy. But if you do have somebody that that's out here that loves you and want to listen to you, talk to that person. You know what I'm saying? Especially our black community, bro. We really need to sit down and talk to somebody because I feel like we go through a lot of shit and, you know, our voices don't really get heard. And, you know, we we really get we really got a lot of trauma. But for everybody, it's not really only a black thing, too, but for everybody, bro, like, you know, just seek some help. Try to talk to somebody and just face your fears, bro. Like, it's shit that you could really do out here. But, um, you know, that's just something I wanted to talk about, you know, wanted to share with y'all. Um, you know, for people that's going through a lot right now. I know uh, 2022, bro, like, it's just, it's not really only two, <laughs> 2022. It's just this world in general, the world that we live in. You know, it's, it's a lot of wicked shit. So I know, like, a lot of people, mental health can be fucked up. Because my mental health was fucked up for, um, from trauma. So I know how that fucking uh, anxiety um, from trauma can happen. You know what I'm saying? So, but I really just wanted to touch base with y'all. And honestly, I just love doing this shit, bro. You know what I mean? I love potting. You know, I love talking on the mic and shit like that. So, but other than that, y'all, um, every Sunday, you already know what it is. You know, we we pod and we drop in every Sunday. Make sure y'all tune in every Sunday to Leave It On The Table podcast. That's where you're going to get all the all the funny entertainment. You feel me? You ain't going to get the, you're going to get the serious trade, but you, you feel me? You're going to get the more entertaining trade type shit. Um, but other than that, y'all, like, I'm definitely going to see y'all. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you uh, protect your mental health out here. And if you're going through a lot of shit, bro, just remember, talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Seek therapy You know what I'm saying If nobody told you They love you today I love you Leave it on the table podcast I'ma see y'all man Love y'all Love y'all Love yours. No such thing No such thing as a life that's better than yours No such thing as a life that's better than yours Love yours No such thing as a life that's better than yours no such thing, no such thing. 
Heart beating fast, let a nigga know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, let a nigga know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. It's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress.